Good morning and welcome to episode three of our productivity and mindset season brought to you today by PM Excite, where we provide property management solutions for growing agencies. My name is Shanley Draper and with me today is the delightful Terry Handy, co-founder of PM Excite and property management expert. And we are really looking forward to today's conversation, which is all around nailing your team's internal communication. So it's going to be a good one. But firstly, we just want to say thank you for tuning in with us today. And we hope that you're having an amazing week. And before we dive in, we always like to start these conversations with some gratitude. So we're going to start with you, Terry. What are you grateful for today? Uh, I'm grateful for the laughs I've had with my sister over the last couple of mornings. She's staying with me, um, helping one of like her in-laws and Every morning we've just had these huge belly laughs and it's such a great way to, to start the day. My son was complaining about how noisy we were, but anyway, I, too bad. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, it's a good way to start the day. And what about you, Sean? What are you grateful for? Um, I love that one, by the way. Um, nothing like a bit of sibling like catch up. That's awesome. Um, I'm actually really grateful for our members, Terry. So we are just so lucky to work with such awesome people all the time. Um, I feel like we really work with people who just get us and we get them and it's all very aligned, which feels really good as a business owner and you know someone in this space that is trying to help our industry. Um, so that makes me feel really grateful. And we've just received some really awesome like five-star Google reviews um, over the last few days. And yeah, they've just got me feeling all warm and fuzzy. And I'm just really grateful to be on the journey with so many agencies um, all over Australia and I know you are too so I guess I guess I did gratitude on behalf of both of us just then um, it was lovely and I know exactly what you mean with the warm fuzzies it was yeah made me feel really good yeah yeah we're very, very lucky. So anyway, let's get into today's conversation. We are talking about the lines of communication within your agency, um, but specifically between your team members, because I guess, Terry, if we can't get this part right, then it's almost like, you know, how can we expect our team to be communicating well with our clients if we can't even get the communication in our team right? So would you agree with that? Oh, exactly. I totally agree. And it's an area where many agencies fall down, in my view, because they don't recognise just how important this internal piece is. Um, it's even more crucial now when property managers are not necessarily all working from the same place at the same time. So working remotely, either on a full-time or part-time basis, is becoming much more common. And and with all the lockdowns going on, and they are going to be a part of our foreseeable future, I feel, um, having a team that is physically separated but is still dependent upon each other to do, you know, their individual jobs, it, it's really difficult. So it makes that communication piece so much more important. And like you said, exactly like with our external clients, we want our message to be clear and easily understood, not open to, uh, I, I guess, misinterpretation. We want to make sure also that the tone is appropriate for the situation because, you know, super important, we don't want to accidentally offend anyone. Um, our, our colleagues' emotions need to be taken into consideration. Uh, we don't want that that tone of message to, to make it somehow misconstrued. And, and also, this is a biggie for me. You need to be aware, guys, that your fellow team members are going to be just as busy as you are. So we really need to limit the interruptions and make sure that your expectations on their responses and, and, and even timeframes are very realistic. Mm, I literally, yeah, could not agree more with that. Um, I think this conversation, it's a real opportunity for us to perhaps shift our perspective around how we communicate with and speak to our teammates. Um, and so, 
for example, you know, in our growth challenge, Nat talks about treating sales agents like they're your clients. Um, and I think we can use that exact same concept here today, Terry. So treating our teammates not like they're, you know, our annoying siblings or our partners or just our workmates, but treating them like they are our clients and being really super aware and vigilant, I guess, with how we are communicating with them and the tone that we're taking in our conversations. Um, because as you so as you say, our tone is the most important part here. So um, what we've done today is we've come up with some suggestions to help property management teams improve on their communication to ensure they're getting their message across uh, effectively with each other. And um, in turn, we want to really help people try and reduce their stress stress levels as much as possible. Sorry, I'm struggling to talk today, as you can hear, um, and build better working relationships. So I think when we do this, it really benefits everyone in our little ecosystem from our bosses to our partners at home. And most importantly, it benefits our clients because it means we then work more cohesively with our team. So Terry, let's go through your four suggestions or tips for this. Okay. So guys, like everything, we try to keep it as simple as possible. And I just want to give you a quick heads up. Email is not going to feature very heavily in our tips today. So number one, have a clear process around who does what and make sure it's followed. I actually feel like it always starts with the process for us because life, like for things to go smoothly, we need a process. And and it's important here to ensure that everybody understands what their role is in the particular process that you're dealing with. So particularly if you have multiple people involved, um, as an example, maybe the leasing process, you know, if one person processes an application, but another is responsible for presenting it to the owner, there's actually going to be information there that needs to be relayed from one to another. So we actually have to have a very clear process around this and consistency around who does what is going to make it also much easier to communicate when that next person in the workflow needs to get involved. So um, I was thinking here, like if keys are returned to the office from a vacating tenant, how is the property manager notified? Like that, that's pretty important. And, and does everyone uh, who might actually be sitting on the front desk at the time those keys are returned follow the same process because it like it sounds like a minor thing but communication around keys is very important. I feel like I have post traumatic syndrome or something from keys but and I'm pretty sure there's lots of property managers out there who who feel the same way. But like if Mary sends an email to let somebody know the keys are returned and she tags them and she hangs them in the cupboard, but then Jane, who if she's sitting on the front desk, she just drops the keys on the PM's desk in an envelope and there's no tag and and then what happens if you have old Laquisha who works every second Saturday morning and Sometimes she sends an email and she will hang a map sometimes, but not always because sometimes she just puts them on your desk, but not even in an envelope. Like that's just, that kind of thing happens all the time and it causes unnecessary stress for the, the poor property manager who just needs to know if the keys were returned by the tenant when they were supposed to. So mm. you need to be very clear around these processes. Who does what? Okay. Um, the second tip I got a little passionate there, didn't I? <laughs> you did. And can I also just say, Terry, Laquisha, I mean, like my name's Sean Lee, so that's quite a funny one, but Laquisha, um, interesting name, Terry. Where did you get that one from? <laughs> oh, I think my kids say it. It must be like an like Laquisha. So, so it, funny. I love it. <laughs> like uh, Laquisha, yeah. the property manager. <laughs> If there's somebody called Laquisha, I didn't mean to be offensive. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so number two, um, use a project management tool or create a process within your software workflow as to how to notify someone that action 
by them is actually required. So it might be a product like Trello or or Monday or Asana or you might be using your tasks in Property Me or alerts in Property Tree, whatever you're using, again, it's important to make sure everyone in the team is using it in the same way. Consistency is key. And, and what we're talking about here is actually creating a trigger for the next person in the workflows. Like we, we want some way of notifying them, okay, it's your turn now and here is the information you need. Uh, one of our, our members has a leasing team who show the properties and process the applications, but it's actually the property manager who presents any applications to the owner for approval. So um, might be slightly different in your office, but this is a really good example. And, and the leasing team use a Trello card to advise the relevant property manager that they have a potential tenant ready for them to review and to seek the owner's approval. So that's kind of the trigger when it arrives in there on their board. Um, and in this card, the leasing team provide all the information the PM needs to speak with confidence because that's really important and also for the owner to make a decision. So that, that team doesn't have to try and coordinate a time to talk to the property manager about the application. They don't have to write a big long email with all the relevant bits of, of stuff that kind of come along. Um, this Trello card is a template which provides each party with exactly what they need to know. It's a very smooth way of communicating those details. And look, of course, if the property manager has any questions, they speak with the leasing team. But that's more the exception than the rule. So nine times out of 10, they don't need to do this. And life is so much easier. Mm. Good Number, one yeah, yeah, like Trello, we, we like Trello, but there's lots of other options out there. It, it's just super important that everybody understands what they need to do next. Um, number three, my tip is use a chat style option for your internal communication rather than email. Uh, like a property manager's inbox is just bombarded with so much. We want to reduce the noise as much as possible for them. And something like Microsoft Teams or, or Slack, uh, a product where you can create channels where you can funnel information to like the relevant people it, it is really a good idea. And most of those are free or the free versions will suit you perfectly. Um, some agencies use like a WhatsApp group or even messenger groups and, and those in particular are, are great for, for social events and fun stuff that like we don't want all that in our inbox. Um, PM Excite, we use Slack and it works really well for us but I do have some words of caution here and it is about expectations. So what I've seen is that someone will send a, a Teams message to um, one of their teammates and then they're kind of expecting that there's a response really quickly, which is not really realistic in most instances. And, and the other thing that happens is because it is a, a very short, sharp message, you know, chat style, bang, 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 we just flick it out, the intent can sometimes be misunderstood. So there can be a lot of back and forth trying to work out what is required. And we've actually done that ourselves, Sean. So like if something is complicated, you need you might need to give a bit more background. Um, and, and with these uh, products, channel management is also really important. So if you've got quite a lot of people adding to a channel of communication, like it, it grows really quickly. And, and then so what you need to do is make sure that you specifically tag someone for anything really important or you take the message outside that channel. Otherwise, it can get lost. Um, also, <laughs> this is the other thing, just because you put it in Teams 
or you send a Slack message, it actually doesn't absolve the sender of any accountability for making sure that that information is transferred properly. So, look, the big thing here is to remember your colleagues are busy. So if it is important, you don't want to let your message get lost in the chatter. Um, for phone messages, I like to use the trust accounting software for this and I, rather than sending an email. So like most of the different programs allow for this. So if an owner or a tenant, say they call the office to speak with a property manager and they're unavailable, instead of sending an email asking them to call back, um, notify the property manager within your software. You can do this for everyone in the team, actually. Um, it keeps everything nice and tidy. It reduces the number of emails hitting an inbox. And the chances are that the property manager is actually going to have to open up the software anyway to return the call because they want that information at their fingertips. But also the the best part about this is that uh, the message is also recorded in the activity against the property or the owner or the tenant, whoever it relates to. Because um, So as an example, in Property Me, the person who takes the initial call, they'll open up against the property and put in the activity um, you know, what the message is and tag the relevant property manager. It's very simple to do. Um, the other programs can do this as well. And then you have all of the relevant details of the message in that one spot. The property manager is then going to receive a notification at the top of their screen that there's a message waiting for them. It's nice and simple. It's not going to, um, you know, fly across their screen and and um, interrupt their day or distract them. Um, they, they know where to look when there's messages and the bonus here is that everything is date and time stamped so if you have a client and they have this happens if they say I've rung four times in the past two days and I've had no response but you can see that they've only called once and it was 30 minutes ago you kind of know that they're not being completely truthful and um, it makes everything really really quite transparent um, and then with number four, like my fourth tip, I, I just want kind of to summarise that with all of these suggestions, it's going to be really important that you um, to understand that there's going to be exceptions to the rule, okay? So if you have an urgent message or something that is out of the ordinary, then the team needs to have a plan on how to handle these situations. So in, in this instance, um, you know, your, your go-to might be a phone call to the relevant person if, if it's urgent or an SMS asking you, them to contact you when they are free instead of putting it into your team's channel. Uh, so when you're creating your communication plan, and I firmly believe every business should have a, a clear strategy around both the internal and external communication, um, how you're doing things, I, I want you to ensure you have a process for when things don't go to plan and that everyone in the team is across it. There's uh, one lady I know, she heads up a very large team um, of property managers and salespeople and, and her approach is for anything to do with a client where I need to take action, send me an email. So when it when it relates to her personally taking action, Whoops. <laughs> Terry Handy, did you not turn your phone off? I did. I'm so sorry. That's fine. We interrupt this program to bring you Terry Handy's phone. <laughs> phone. What is it called? What is it called? Oh, my God. Ringing tone. I don't even know because my phone's on silent 24-7. Anyway, oh, moving on. You can't um, speak at the moment. So. <laughs> I know. Terry, you're that person at the cinema who leaves their phone on and gets in trouble. That's what's going to happen. I ever have it turned on. I always just let my watch tell me. Yeah. And the bizarre thing was it was the lady who I'm telling this story about just rang. Oh, my gosh. She could hear you. 
Thank He's you. burning. Mm. Anyway, moving on. That's bizarre. <laughs> so what, what she does, big team, big sales team, big um, property management team, um, if there's something that she needs to personally take action with, if it's to do with a client, send her an email. And she's going to get to it by the end of the day. It might be at midnight, but she'll get to it. Everything else a t- for a team's message is okay. But then if it's urgent, she wants you to call her. Um, the volumes of team's messages that she gets on a daily basis is huge. So, you know, if it's super important or super urgent, don't rely on that. Um, and, and she asks the team to determine which method method of communication is appropriate. So, you know, they, they make the decision. So they've got three options. They all know, um, is it urgent? Is it important where she needs to action something for a client? Or is it just normal stuff? And, uh, yeah, it, it makes life really, really simple. So, um, Sean, do you have anything further to add other than perhaps I turn off my do not disturb, turn on my do not disturb? Oh, so sorry, guys. Um, no, I was going to say, I think you might need to take that phone call, Terry, because she's calling you, so it's probably urgent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I do actually. So, um, just one, I just have one tip because you've summarized all yours um, beautifully um, and I loved all yours and you've definitely hit the nail on the head. But I also wanted to add that for me, sending voice messages to your team to communicate is really effective. And I'm only saying um, sending voice messages when you're outside of the office or when you're not with the person in the office. So don't do it, obviously, when you're sitting two seats down from them. Um, but if you are out of the office or they're out of the office, then picking up your phone. I know um, iPhones do it. I don't really know about Android, but I'm pretty sure every phone now has like this option where you can press, you know, down on the microphone button and record a, record a voice message. Um, so for me, I think it's such a powerful way of getting your message across um, or, you know, whatever the task might be that you're asking someone to do. It's a really good way to um, get that message across, but with the right tone so that the message isn't misconstrued. misconstrued. So we love using voice message at PM Excite. Um, Nat, Terry, myself, we all find it really helpful. It's really easy when it comes to communicating with each other. And I think for me, because you can hear the person's tone of voice, there's literally no room for confusion around how you should be receiving that message. And it just takes all that drama out of everything, as we like to say. So, um, for example, Nat, she might be asking me to do something for her in Slack. And, you know, Nat's style of communication is, or her written communication is very short and sharp and to the point, usually because she's got a million and one things on the go at once. So she'll just fire off quick messages so if it wasn't for Terry and I knowing that really well it would be really easy to receive a message from her on Slack and take it in a way that isn't intended because she is so to the point however when she voice messages me that exact same request, her tone is always warm and friendly and she's always very thankful. And, you know, she'll say things like, hey, lovely, just wanted to ask if you could please do X, Y, and Z. Um, So I guess for me, using voice message, really, it's all about being able to deliver that message in the right tone. It's really, really quick and easy to do. You can refer back to that um, that message at any time as well. And it's really good for rapport building. You know, you can sort of get to know your team um, when you're out and about, you know, you might be at an inspection and waiting to open the doors and they send you something and it's really good for rapport building. It's also private because it is just one-on-one. Um, but it also means that you, um, if you need to let someone in the office know something quickly, you don't need to call and interrupt them, which is what you were saying before, Terry. So you can just send them a voice message. They'll receive it when they're ready to open the message. It isn't um, intrusive. So yeah, for me, uh, my biggest tip is using voice message. I absolutely love it. And we like, how many voice messages a day would we send to each other in our chat? It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, it is. And it doesn't just have to be on your phone. You can send voice messages through Messenger, 
um, Instagram. Yeah. Can you do it through Instagram? You can do it by Instagram. You can't do it by Slack, can you? Because we've not done that yet. I don't um, think you can do Slack. I think you probably can. We might just not have it turned on. Oh gosh. Okay. Let's not, let's not go there. Cause um, we've already got enough happening communication wise, but yeah, I think voice messages are really powerful. I talk about them all the time. And even Nat said the other day, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you taught me this voice messaging thing. It's so powerful. It's so easy. She was sending some voice messages to some BDMs the other day that were joining up to the challenge um, and didn't have to interrupt them in their day. So that's why I like it as well. I think it's just um, doesn't yet. Doesn't, there's nothing worse than when you're trying to do something and someone calls for a reason that's kind of like, oh, that could have waited till the end of the day, you know, interrupted me and now I can't get back on track. So, yeah, voice message for the win for me. Yeah. So that's kind of it, I think, for today's conversation. If you are interested in hearing more about what we do at PM Excite, we would love to invite you to head over to pmexcite.com uh, and check out the PM Club where you'll have access to over 90 templates along with our courses and resources and monthly training sessions and guest experts. Um, and just to give you a quick insight into that membership option, the investment is only $99 a month for your entire agency to access our membership and you can cancel it at any time. Um, we also have a free bundle option, which I think is amazing. We've had a lot of people take us up on that recently. So this is where you can essentially take test PMX site and access some of our courses and templates for 14 days. So if you are sitting on the fence um, and thinking it could be a great option for you, but you're just not quite sure yet, this would help you get a really good feel for what's involved in our membership. But that is us for now. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen into this conversation. And we really look forward to bringing you another one next week. But until then, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week.